Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mysterious Headlines podcast. Today, we're going to be talking more about the Lori Vallow-Daybell case, and we're going to be specifically looking at the incident in July of 2019 when Charles Vallow-Daybell was killed. Now, if you listened to the last episode I posted, it had a general timeline of the entire case. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend you go do that because that will give you a general timeline of the entire case and where things are now. But when Charles Vallow was killed in July of 2019, we know that this was before any of the other incidences would have occurred. This was before Lori Vallow Daybell's kids went missing. This was before they were discovered dead. This was before Chad Daybell's wife, Tammy, was dead. So this incident, when it occurred, was a very standalone incident. Nothing else had really happened prior. And so it was treated as a singular incident that happened. Now, this incident happened in Chandler, Arizona, at Lori and Charles Vallow's home. They, at the time, were living together in Chandler, Arizona, with Lori Vallow Daybell's oldest, or not oldest child, but second oldest child, Tylee Ryan. She was about 15 at the time. And they also had their young son, J.J. Vallow, who was about six at the time. Now, this incident happened on July 11th of 2019. And the first thing we really hear about this incident later after the fact, and I do have to preface that by saying all of the information that we have gotten has come much later after the fact, because it was only after more situ- more situations happened, more scenarios happened in 2020 and 2021, that then they started peeling back the layers of this incident in Chandler, Arizona, saying, wait a second, maybe this is not what we thought it was. So we really have not gotten any of that information until more recently. This information was not really released in 2019. Now, as I said, this incident happened in Chandler, Arizona on July 11th. The first piece of information we get is the 911 call from Alex Cox to the Chandler, Arizona police. Now, Alex Cox is Lori Vallow Daybell's brother. And he calls 911 after Charles Vallow has been killed. And he calls them and says, my brother-in-law is dead. I just shot him, killed him in self-defense. And the first thing the 911 operator asks is, is, is he breathing? They ask him to check if he's breathing. And he says, I don't think so, but let me check goes over to check and he says no I don't think he's breathing and this whole time very calm Alex Cox is remaining very calm and then the 911 operator asks if he knows how to do CPR and he says no and she says well I will walk you through CPR 
So she walks them through the process of CPR. All the meanwhile, law enforcement is being deployed to the house. Um, Paramedics, everybody is on their way. And that's kind of where the 911 call ends. He's walked through doing CPR, and then she says, I believe the paramedics are arriving at the house now, and the 911 call ends. Then we get the police body cam footage of the police from Chandler, Arizona, talking to Alex Cox. Now he is outside the house, sitting on the curb of the sidewalk, when the Chandler, Arizona police begin questioning and talking to him. They ask him, you know, hey, what what has happened today? What transpired today? And it's kind of weird because he starts saying like, oh, well, this morning I got up. And they say, no, no, no. What happened in the last hour? We don't want to know, like, what happened this morning. We want to know what happened in just the last hour. And so he starts to explain what happened in the last hour. He explains that his sister was concerned about her husband, Charles Vallow, and had asked him to come. Now, Alex Cox lived in Utah, so did not live in Arizona. And so Alex Cox came to Arizona. Per Lori Vallow-Dabel's request, she said, according to Alex Cox, she said she was worried about the way that Charles Vallow had been acting, and she asked her brother to come. He came and he had apparently stayed the night before at their house. And then that day had Lori and Chad, or sorry, Lori and Charles Vallow had gotten into a pretty heated argument. And he said he went into the house, they were in a pretty heated argument, and he attempted to break up the argument. He asked Charles to stop yelling kind of got up in Charles's face said stop yelling get away back off and he says Charles wouldn't Charles kept yelling getting in Alex Cox's face and then he says Charles Vallow grabbed a baseball bat and held the baseball bat up as though he was going to swing at Alex Cox and Alex Cox said he was, he was worried that Charles Vallow was going to swing the baseball bat at him. And so he said to Charles Vallow, don't you dare pick up that bat again. Don't you dare. He, Alex Cox had apparently tried to grab the baseball bat from him. And in the process of trying to grab the baseball bat from Charles Vallow, Charles Vallow hit Alex Cox in the head with the baseball bat and apparently gashed his head according to Alex Cox. And then he yelled back at Charles Vallow and said, don't you dare get that baseball bat at my head. Don't you dare bring that baseball bat near my head again. And he said, Charles Vallow still had the baseball bat. He asked him to set it down. Don't pick up the baseball bat again. And he said, Charles Vallow went to pick up the baseball bat again. So then Alex Cox walked into his bedroom or the bedroom that he was staying in, the guest bedroom, walked into the guest bedroom, picks up his gun from off like the dresser in the guest bedroom he was staying in 
and walks out with the gun. And he says Charles Vallow lunged at him again with a baseball bat. He fired, Alex Cox fired two shots from the gun, killing Charles Vallow. So he explains all of this to police, and we see this on police body cam footage from Chandler, Arizona police. They're questioning him outside on the curb. Then about 20 minutes later, Lori Vallow Daybell comes back to their house, and she like just steps out of the car, and the police are still there, and they begin questioning or talking, I should say, to Lori Vallow Daybell. They begin talking to her, and she says, oh yeah, we just moved here into this new neighborhood a couple weeks ago, and so that's why the neighbors don't know us. And she kind of chuckles a little bit as she says this, yeah, this is why they don't know us, you know? So yeah, this is like, you know, this is kind of a big scene. We haven't lived here very long, so they don't really know us. And then she says, you know, yeah, our son was, our youngest son was in the car. We were getting ready to take him to school and you know, and then my daughter was there and I told her to go out into the car because I didn't want him by himself. And then I left to take the kids to school. So this all happens outside their Chandler, Arizona home shortly after the shooting has occurred. Now, as I mentioned, Alex Cox in the 911 call is very calm, collective. He doesn't seem flustered or upset. Same as when he is talking to the police outside the home. Doesn't seem flustered, upset. Lori Vallow Daybell doesn't seem upset or sad. She just returned back to the house and her husband has just been killed and she doesn't seem upset at all. She even chuckles talking about how they just moved into their house in this neighborhood. And this is all very peculiar behavior. And at the time, this death was ruled self-defense. The police police believed Alex Cox's story and said, yes, we believe him. And they ruled it self-defense. Charles Vallow was cremated and it was left at that. It was only in Later in 2019, when Lori Vallow Daybell's kids went missing, Tammy Daybell is killed, that they start to look back and say, maybe, just maybe, the death of Charles Vallow was not self-defense. Maybe there's more to the story. And they start peeling back layers. The fact that Charles Vallow did not seem upset or flustered. Excuse me. The fact that Lori Vallow Daybell 
did not seem upset, sad, angry. She's even chuckling. And then there were also some other layers to this where Alex Cox had claimed Charles Vallow gashed him on the head with a baseball bat the first time. And when we look back at that body cam footage from the Chandler, Arizona police, he only has a very minor amount of blood on his head. You can see a tiny bit of blood on his head. The same amount of blood as if you were to get a paper cut. Not a gash by a baseball bat. We also know that Charles Vallow's, Charles Vallow's sister, Kay, said that Charles Vallow Daybell was a star baseball player, played college-level baseball, and almost made it to AAA baseball level, which means he knew how to swing a baseball bat. If he had really swung a baseball bat at Alex Cox, like Alex Cox alleges he did, he would have really damaged him. Major gash, major head wound, major injury. And that was not the case. That was not the case. Now things have also become complicated because Alex Cox is now dead. Alex Cox died December of 2019, months after this incident happened. And so they were not able to bring Alex Cox back in for new questioning. He is dead. And so it makes it all the more harder. Now, just recently in September of 2021, we get new video footage from the Chandler, Arizona police. Now we already saw the body cam footage that came out later in 2019, but this new video footage from Chandler, Arizona police, when they brought in Lori Vallow-Daybell for questioning and Ty Lee, their 15 year old daughter in for questioning after the incident occurred. And this video footage is quite eye-opening. We see that in the video footage where they're questioning Ty Lee Ryan, Lori's 15-year-old daughter, that she, she explains she was in her bedroom. She heard some loud commotion, some yelling, fighting going on outside. So she decides she wants to go see what's going on. She said she had a baseball bat in her room because she wanted something to protect herself with. She's not old enough to have a gun, so she has a baseball bat just to protect herself. And so she doesn't know what's going on out in the hallway, so she takes her baseball bat as she opens the door to see what's going on. And she sees her mom, Lori, and her stepdad, Charles, arguing, getting in each other's faces. And then she sees her uncle, Alex Cox, step in and attempt to break up the argument and break up the fight. And she explains that at one point she kind of sticks the baseball bat out with both of her hands in front of her stepdad, Charles, 
as to stop him from lunging towards her mom. And she explains that she never really got along with her stepdad, Charles, and that there were a lot of fights between him and her mom, and that sometimes she got worried because, as she said, he would go into a rage sometimes, where he would be so angry that they wouldn't know what he was going to do. We see Tylee expand upon this narrative that Charles Vallow was the bad guy, that her mom and him were constantly getting into arguments. He would go into rages where he didn't, you didn't know what he was going to do. And she feared for her safety and for her mom's safety and for her younger brother's safety. And Lori Vallow validates this narrative that yes, he was the bad guy and he had problems and we were worried. And the law enforcement officer in this video at one point kind of asked point blank, you know, well, then why are you still together with him? And she, you know, says something to the effect of, well, you know, our youngest son, JJ, has special needs, has autism. And so it's not, you know, it's not as easy, essentially, is what she says. But it's, it's harrowing now and heartbreaking now to, you know, watch this video footage. And to know that just about a month later, Tylee ends up dead by her own mother. And we look back at this now, and I mean, I think for most of us looking at, looking at it from the beginning, looking at this death of Charles Vallow, we can say, well, that clearly wasn't self-defense. And why didn't the police do more? Why didn't the police question it more? Because we look at it and things don't seem to add up. Why would he be so calm, cool, and collective after shooting someone in self-defense? How could that be? How could Lori Valadable be chuckling as she's talking about her husband just having been killed? How could she be chuckling about that? You know, how could he have thrown a, swung a baseball bat and yet there really be no major gash on his head? There's lots of things that just don't add up. And then now we know that Tylee and JJ wind up dead about a month, month and a half later. And then we know that Tammy Daybell winds up dead a little bit later. And and then we know Alex Cox winds up dead too. And it's not just a coincidence that all these people in Lori Vallow-Daybell's life just suddenly end up dead. We start to put the pieces together and say, there, there's meaning in all of this. There's meaning that Charles Vallow died, and then both Tylee and JJ died, and then Tay, um, Tammy Daybell died, and then Alex Cox dies. 
there's meaning in all of that. It's connected. And we're going to talk about that more in the next podcast episode about their religion and how that played, maybe have played a part in this and their thoughts about doomsday and end of times and this zombie idea. We're going to talk more about that and some witnesses that have come forth, friends and other people that have come forth to to talk about this and to share, you know, their firsthand accounts with Lori Vallow and Chad. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. But Charles Vallow's death was not self-defense and it was certainly not an accident. And this case just is so bizarre. You can't, you know, you can't even begin to imagine everything that has gone on in this case. But we'll talk more about that next time. Thank you for listening. You can always follow me on Twitter at MYS Headlines and join the conversation. Thank you.